0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're right. There is because uh, they've experienced problems before, where okay. the 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 ship or whatever on the surface lost communication with other submarines. And they were trying to tell them which way to go. Okay, uh, I think it just got to a point where, like, we don't know where they what happened. They don't know what happened. They lost all communication. You know, think about it. it I think Ramos saying, is saying is there a sh- is essentially so like a string attached to I mean, like like a, like a fish line of sorts. I don't know how that works, but clearly it's it's not functioning right or not existing i don't think they know where anything is they don't novel. know where like anything yeah uh, but like i said there have been other like navigational issues in the past with that sort of thing where they lost communication with the ship above now again in our brainstorming meeting we're talking about how terrible this is and what would be scarier and being that as Fox Sports Radio Nation, without being insensitive whatsoever, let's make it very clear. He said that four times. I are, just you, are you convinced, convinced someone's going to think you're insensitive? I mean, do we not live in the most sensitive climate ever of all time in all of history? Probably. So to not offend anybody, it did get us thinking. And we were like, well, yeah, that's that's got to be one of the scariest situations. But in sports. <laughs> but in sports. But in sports. What is the scariest situation? situation to be in and we have a few that are hard to Uh, debate i I mean i got i feel like i got the number one answer i think i got the number one answer and we want your answer you want your thoughts on this story because it is one of those that captivate you right you're googling stuff you're trying to get information you turn into a web sleuth and you're trying to get the answers like where are they what's the scariest sports situation to be faced with in life in professional sports whatever your thoughts at 877-99 on Fox or at Covino and Rich on social media. What's your answer? You want my answer? I want, I want, to, uh, I want to say. It's so fitting because today is a Tyson Tuesday. Today is a Tyson Tuesday. We've got Iron Mike trivia next hour. You don't think getting in the ring with Mike Tyson at his most ferocious in his prime when he was the invincible Iron Mike Tyson, when, when he wanted to eat your children, you don't think getting in a ring with that guy, having to stare down with that guy, was frightening? Knowing that he wanted to knock your block off. Hard. Hard to top that. Hard to top. Hard that. to top. Getting in the ring with Mike. Now these like, are not the definition the, of intimidation. These right scenarios there. we're going to throw you. They're not what ifs. They're like this is going to happen. So your answer is you get in a ring, and have to fight Mike Tyson, in his prime. Has to be. And and I get it. A fighter's mentality you have the confidence that you could potentially win but you saw at one point he was so much larger than life and so invincible like you saw grown ass men like way big bigger, bigger than him scared couldn't even look him in the eye cuz they were so frightened by the legend that was that was growing right before our eyes mike tyson so in the world of sports right, I got did one. it get scarier than that i got one that it's it's gonna be tough to beat Tyson, right? It's gonna be tough to say well, yeah, I could. He wants to he wants to kill you in that moment. It's it's tough to say there's a scarier thing in sports than having to get in the ring with a heavyweight champion in their prime, and you have to you have to fight them. Not just the heavyweight champion. He seemed to be like an unstable guy at the time, who was just ferocious and vicious in every way. You know, he wanted to instill fear in you. In the ring with Tyson mm-hmm. might be number one you got to think of each sport, like what's, the, what's right. the scary moment. If you're a left-handed batter and you had to get in the batter's box and Randy Johnson was mad at you and he said, I'm going to hit you, knowing that you're about to get hit by a Randy Johnson fastball, if you're a left handed batter, like Ooh. you, you know, yeah, you got you're this, about to get this, drilled. Remember what happened to that bird? Yeah, that Whoa, bird, dude. exactly. Yeah, he, I don't want to be that bird. You don't want to be that bird, man. Remember John Cruck at the all star game, like almost uh, pooped his pants. Wait, anyway, how, yeah, he put his helmet on backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, legendary clip. But Randy Johnson, what a gangly six foot nine. How tall is that He's guy? He's six ten, I six think. 10? All right, six ten, gangly Randy Johnson. He's like seven ten on the mound, right? We went to an... just uh, throwing ninety nine mile per hour heat at. Give you. him a hundred, Kavino. Don't don't at stop least. him at ninety nine. We were at an MLB Fan throwing Fest cheese. once. We were at an MLB Fan Fest once. We've actually gone a few times. We were, we were lucky enough to go to some of these MLB All Star Week Fan Fest shenanigans and fun. They had a cardboard cutout of Randy Johnson the exact distance from the batter's box and you got to like just just for the heck of it stand in the batter's box to see what it looked like what what looked like the big unit that was another thing you were looking at <laughs> no there was the uh it was just weird to look up and be like oh my god that's what a pitchers that's what a, a batter sees when they face Randy Johnson we're and talking was, like like a, a and he sight was like, he wasn't like um <sighs> Like like a like a smiley, charming character. Like no. He came to play. He he looked mean. He played that part. You know, he was so intimidating on the mound. So that's gotta be a number two. And sometimes a good number two is better than ah, a number so, one. So all right, so getting yeah. hit by Tyson, getting plunked by Randy Johnson. What what else you guys want yeah, to throw on? Getting this in left. the batter's See. knock knowing I knowing have, you're going hit. I have to a front. number
1: three for you. And Rich, you look like Wes Welker, so imagine you're running the middle of the field. And your quarterback hangs you out to dry. He leads you too far. And
0: you know. And you know. Like like a Ronnie Lott in his prime yes. is going to wreck you. Oh. Like an LT or Ray Lewis or, no, or you, or, you, or, you or you're a quarterback knowing the offensive line is going to fail and like a Ray Lewis is coming at you. But I like Danny G's because it's always blindside. You're a slot receiver jumping for a pass, knowing a Ronnie Lott's about Ooh. to crush your yeah. lower back. You know it's ah. going to happen. You're gonna, you know, leave your feet and oh, you know it, you know it as an athlete. So you said iron Mike. So does that sort of encompass not only boxing but getting in the octagon with some guy that could, dude, whoop your ass? I mean, who would that be? Like John Jones? Like he's the goat, right? John Jones. A lot of people will say he's the guy in his prime. Yeah, in his prime. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like he instills that sort of fear that Mike... We've interviewed both, okay? So let me put it in perspective. A guy like Mike Tyson seems unhinged. He's very playful one minute, but you say the wrong thing, he'll get philosophical and angry and upset. He could cry. He could want to punch you in the face, right? John Jones, we met him. Pleasant guy. Didn't instill that same type of fear. When When we interview Mike Tyson, I'm a little on guard. When I interviewed Jon Jones, I was like, "What's up, man? Bring it in." He's not as scary. Yeah, there there is an intimidation <laughs> is, factor. there's something about the the fear, right? So, is there a guy in the octagon that rivals that? By all means, let us know. Because a lot of the guys that I think I'm thinking of that are dominant are not big guys, so while they would whoop my ass immediately, like I'm not looking at a Conor McGregor or a, we'd, we'd be scared of all these guys. I'd be scared of all of them, but yeah. I mean like like size-wise, I would I'd be like, "Oh, you're about to you're about to really do some damage, but I'm not like scared at your size. Like, I'm not looking at uh, Henry Cejudo or, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, any of these guys, any of these dudes. Who's the guy that. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Oh, yeah, I was like, a, maybe like a Butterbean. Uh, someone, that, someone that's just big. Your phone calls. Let's go to. You went Butterbean, and you could have said Tyson Fury or somebody. <laughs> Tyson like Fury's a really I like nice your guy. Bean. Tyson yeah. Fury's a really nice guy. So while he would maybe murder you, I, I would look at him and be like, oh, I'm about to take an ass whooping. Mike Tyson, you would. I feel like you would have a fear for your life for some reason. Exactly. Oh, I'll give you one. Better and, than Tyson Fury. And, and for your children, because he will he wants to eat them. Now, what made Mike Tyson so furious? And the way he was all business, he came out there with just a towel around his neck. You know, he, he just wore the black I, shorts with the black boots. I have an answer in the world of boxing that I'm not saying it's Mike Tyson, but it's a close second. Because you wouldn't defend it. You would just get... I, honestly, the the punch may kill you. The bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder. His size and strength. That guy's like, what, 6'8"? Yeah, he's big, man. Till this day! All muscle. I mean, the biggest complaint about Deontay Wilder is that he lacks boxing skill, but he has the power. But the no punch, one, he, yeah, no uh, one will debate mean, that. That punch, but uh, he might break you, Drago style. Yeah, he would. He would break your neck with a punch right. for sure. Uh, Mario, in New York, you're on with Kavin on Rich. As we, uh, you know, cross our fingers for the people stuck in that submarine. We did take it to sports in the most sensitive way possible and said, "What is the scariest moment that you could put yourself in sports?" Because in life, these billionaires that are like, "Let's go to the moon. Let's go to outer space. Let's go in a submarine." That's like scary crap in real life, in sports. What do you got, Mario?
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm with you 100%. Um, I mean, I could tell you the the one sporting event that I witnessed that scared me so much that I decided never to participate in it. And that was uh, hockey. I think
1: it was the league
2: region.
0: Dude, your phone your phone stinks, but he's from a, he's a, a
1: walkie-talkie. he talking hockey, maybe getting checked against the boards.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I heard hockey. That's all I made out. Call back if you can, though. Yeah, sorry, Mario. Uh, let's go to Tyler in Ohio. Tyler, hey, Kavito and Rich, what's up, bud?
2: Hey, I was going to say bottom of the ninth, game seven, but yeah, Tyson seems a hell of a lot scarier.
0: Bottom of the ninth, game seven, yeah. like a, you know, the... That's just like scary nerves on uh, on base. Got a few ducks in the pond. That's like a pressure moment, right? Like, it's
1: pressure-filled for oh, sure. Oh, I,
0: I have a sport that's a little more scary. Uh, you ever hear of uh, Squid Games?
1: Squid Games, yeah. very scary. <laughs> yeah, very scary. St- um, scary in baseball, more like Randy Johnson or Bartolo Colon coming at you full speed, and you're the catcher. Oh, He's about to have a home plate collision.
0: Bartolo about to do a belly flop on you. Uh, Bruno <laughs> in New York City. What's up, Bruno?
2: Good afternoon. Hey, I real quick. There was a moment when Mike Mike Spinks fought uh, Tyson, and they basically asked him before the, this is like in the pre-fight uh, interview. They said, "Do you have any concerns of going in and fighting with Mike?" And he said, "Anytime you step in the ring with that guy," you, he, he said he wasn't afraid for his ability. He was afraid he could get seriously hurt. But that's how was called. Think about this after the after the. Um, all I can think of is a fading offensive line, and you got Lawrence Taylor on the other side. Oh, and especially man. after what's his name took his leg off, he, uh, I'm blanking out right now. He Eisen, yeah, when he yeah, took his yeah, should... leg out.
0: When you think of how they hit harder back then, I would say a current player, but you know they're they're now trained and and specialize in not hitting the quarterback hard. But when there were no rules back in the day, a Lawrence Taylor coming at an unprotected quarterback would make you. Fear for your life. You know, we're sort of due for a story with a happy ending. Imagine this thing pops up, like, in in a couple hours, like, hey, we're alive. Like, let's, I mean, it's possible. 34 hours of oxygen left? Yeah. Is that what it is,
1: Danny? Uh, 39.
0: You know what's even more frightening about this? It's like
1: every hour that goes by. Yeah. Well, we've been on the air for a half hour, so 38 and a half. Right? Like, Like, oh. Yeah.
0: How do you think they're feeling if they're still alive? Yeah, it's the worst. So we're talking about how scary this situation is, and the only thing that we could think of in real life is like being lost in outer space, right? It's that helpless, there's nobody that could save you sort of feeling. What do we do? Lost in space, Miss Piggy style. And way to be insensitive, bro. I remember that when we were kids? I don't, in fact. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So... We started debating the scariest moment in sports. Well, not moment, the scenario. Like scenario, the scenario, situation. The situational. Like, can you imagine? And here's the scariest part is people actually did it. And we criticize them and we're here admitting. Like here we are criticizing Michael Spinks, right? But he actually did it. So he deserves even more credit. Doing something that all of us know might be the scariest thing to ever do. Right? So you do have to give some props there. Now, you, I don't give Spinks credit because he was a legit champion type of fighter. Who is the bozo that fought Tyson in more of like a promotional... Peter McNeely? No, that was a legitimate fight. No, who is the guy that was like just way underclassed? It was McNeely, right? He was a boxer, but like not a boxer that should ever have been in the ring with Iron Mike. I mean, I think he had what you call a relaxed brain, Rocky Balboa style. Well, let's go to your phone calls. We'll start with Raul in Idaho. The scariest scenarios you could put yourself in sports. What's up, man?
2: Yeah, how's it going? Um, So... I would maybe say second, possibly second to Mike Tyson would be maybe the Iceman, Chuck Liddell.
0: He's intimidating. Very intimidating for sure. And there's a weird theory. Here's a here's a weird again, we're out here in Los Angeles, right? Everybody has a story where they've seen Chuck Liddell out in public. Like, yeah, I was at Costco. I saw him. Everybody, <laughs> it's true. it's everybody true. Everybody you talk to, like, yeah, I've seen him. I see him around. It's like, so funny. Games. I saw
1: him in Burbank I one see- day. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you're you know, right. He,
0: every time he's very out there, man. Everybody <laughs> ah, has a story. It's funny. Dan Pye just saw him at uh, El Palo Loco. <laughs> I'm serious. So I, that, if anything, that takes away from his intimidation factor because he is a man of the people. But in his prime, for sure. You would never hmm. want to get in the octagon with that dude. How long do you think you could? Do you think you would have a better chance, bopping and weaving around the ring, or letting someone chase you around the octagon before they destroyed you? Like, do you, oh. like, like, do you think you could last thirty seconds? Be like, ah, just like <laughs> running around, like scary, man. And here we are on our couch. Like I said, like making fun of these dudes. Can you imagine? Put yourself in that situation.
1: Really quick, we have loaded studio lines. John in Minnesota couldn't keep holding. He was on his way from work, but he said, "You're a pitcher in Major League Baseball." And the batter lines one right at oh. your back at your Dude, head. We've seen a few of those in the past Ooh. few <sighs> weeks.
0: Frightening. There was a, a highlight the other day where some guy did some matrix crap to get out of Do you see so that? Right, like he yeah. did like Whoa. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tommy Seggy. Hit us up about Francis Nganu too on Twitter. And Chonk hit us up. Yo, what up Chonk? He Chunk? said, imagine your first time working in an F one pit crew and you royally screw something up. Like these are all Ooh, high pressure, that, scary the, moments. The car. I never even think of the car one. Imagine, imagine being in the car. Imagine being told you have to drive like a couple hundred miles an hour, but like you don't, you'd crash. Like you, you know that you are incapable of that. That was scary. I, as I hell. would say if for some reason you you involuntarily were forced to sit in the. The passenger seat of one of these races. Oh, my. I would have a heart attack. All right. uh, I I get scared driving with spot on the 101, let alone one of these F1 races. Cowboy Jim, you're on in Visalia. What's up, man?
2: Hello, gentlemen. So, it's 1988. It's my first date driving my parents' car with this girl I really wanted to go out with. And we're going to see Mike Tyson and Michael Spinks at a barbecue. (laughs) Yeah. And she's got to be home by 10. Well, the fight lasts a minute and 38 seconds, and it's 5 o'clock.
0: Wait, other question. Did you last longer than Mike?
2: <laughs> hey uh Her dad said I didn't.
0: <laughs> all right, well, uh, you know what? Let's go to Dan Beyer for an update, and then we'll come back, take the rest of your feedback. Hang tight. Thanks for all the phone uh, calls.
3: Dan, what is going on, my friend? Guys, uh, uh, not much going on in the world of sports today. What about being in front of Zion Williamson? Ooh. In the buffet line with one slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, what he's eating. Oh, oh, what, what
0: is that? Being in front, being behind, <laughs> Z- being in front of Zion. There's one beignet left at uh,
3: <laughs> at Cafe du oh, Do your feet <laughs> need to be set, Dan? Yeah, that's scariest. At scary. least you're not in any videos with Zion. That's the Ooh. that's the uh, that's the good point. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: I love Kenny Rogers.
0: (laughs) Come on, Kenny Rogers. No, (laughs) identify the voice. Who is this?
1: One of your favorites. One of my favorites? I thought this was like a young Kenny Rogers. Or a young (laughs)
0: Huey Lewis. Come on. Taylor Hicks. (laughs) 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 Oh, Ramos. This guy.
1: This is not pop enough to be Huey Lewis.
0: I want to talk Aaron Hicks later if we have time. I know. Rich, (laughs) a bigger fan of Taylor Hicks. Oh, boy. Uh, Billionaires want to go to these places. I'm fine going to the Cabo. I mean, if I had to choose, uh, space seems even scarier to me. It's just floating like forever until right, uh, when. Danny in Miami. What's up, South Beach? You're on with Kavino and Rich.
2: Oh, man. The scary accent is um, having a fight, Kimbo Slice, in a street fight before the, he started doing the USADA testing.
0: Yo, that's a good one, man. Oh, Again, my, that's intimidating. Intimidating. Rest in peace, Kim. Yeah. He passed away. But remember when he was like, before he uh, organized, before they brought him into organized fighting, those viral videos. He looked like he could murder anyone. That's a great answer. Thank you, man. Who else uh, we got? Minnesota and John. What's up, bud? What up, John? Thanks for being on the show.
2: Hey, uh, just uh, I'll give you two quick ones and then I'll poop my pants. <laughs> uh, the, the two guys that literally pooped their pants is evil can jumping jump in the fall the fountain that Caesar's Palace right before he hit. I'd like to know what went through his mind. Yeah, and uh, years ago, uh, Luge guy going in the Olympics, doing a test run, and flew off the track and rammed into an I-beam. No,
0: I said that was terrible. Yeah, that was a tragic story. Uh, Dan in Colorado. What's up, Danny? How you doing? What's up? Scariest uh, scenario in sports?
2: Am I on the air?
0: You're on the air. What's up?
2: Hey, I just want to know, the scariest thing is, Fox turned into uh, individuals that sounds like you.
0: Did you hang up on him? I wanted oh, to hear what I he had to say. He's, he's still, still say. there. Oh, I put him on hold. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Put, put him back. Right. No, no,
1: no. No, don't. no, we don't have time. Is that hinged? <laughs> Yeah, is he, is
0: he, he's unhinged. I we'll a weenie! I, because I yeah, you
1: know, I, we're just running out of time with the hard. Yeah, I know Ramos. We, want you to could take me. him at the top of the talk hour. Time if we'll you want. talk to him. I like talking right.
0: to people I'm smarter than. <laughs> <laughs> it makes, me feel, makes me feel good. I know I could outwit him. So yeah, hey, is uh, that why you talk to your kids all the time? time? I talk to I talk to my kids only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, wanted, I do want to hear oh, what he had to uh, say. Trust me, if there's one show that destroys doofuses on the phones, it's us. So let's let's go. You know, Nate. Hang on. We'll get to you and Dan, who seems like a real winner. Uh, we'll get to them next. Muscle talks of Zion. Yeah. It's easy to sit on your couch and say, yo, Michael Spinks, what a loser, man. That dude got in the ring with one of the most fearsome fighters of our time. right?" So it's so easy from the couch to be critical. Well, let's, uh, let's go back to Dan and hear him out. Uh, Dan in Colorado. What's going on, man?
2: Gentlemen, how you
0: doing? Hey, what's up?
2: Uh, I, I know you're uh, critical of what I'm saying, but you guys are clowns. We, in the past hour, you have not spoken about any sports topic.
0: Do you think you can do better? If you can, go ahead. No,
2: but uh, do, Dan. Do Dan the, the dance Dan show. Beyer, Dan buyer could do a lot better. Why? Dance great. Have, oh, wait, is Dan? Is this your agent? <laughs> <laughs> no, it
3: is Dan. I told my cousin oh, wait, to Dan. not call in. We tried to change numbers. But. Well,
0: hold up. Uh, we t- we talked. We talked about scary moments in sports. Correct. We have
2: per- we have personalities such as Dan Byers that are capable of doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait
3: a minute. Yeah, keep them on. Hey, John, shut off Rich and Steve's mics. Let, let,
1: <laughs> wait, let them talk. Let's hear this. Wait, is
3: this the Dan and Dan Dan's show? Dan's got a cell
1: phone over there. You notice wait, these two aren't talking at the last, same last time. Last time him, well,
0: hold on. Last time there was a campaign, Dan and Dan, it didn't go well, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Dave, or was it?
2: Uh, Dan. So, That's Dan. Fun. Let them talk, guys.
1: Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Oh, you guys are uh, lowering my – you know, you, you guys are putting me down. But you guys are clowns. This is not a college radio station. In the past hour, you have not spoken about one sports topic at all. It's about your, your personal life. Come on, guys. You're how, you, how
0: many hours in a day here? 24, right? You can't right. handle two hours of fun and then right back to the sports. Isn't there room for both? What do you want to hear about golf? Oh, how, a, how often do you have to hear the same thing over and over again, buddy?
2: Nobody wants to hear about your personal life. No, you life.
0: don't. So you have no, every opportunity you to check you out one weenie? of our other podcasts. Check out uh, Martin and VJ; they do a great podcast. Check it out, and he has a I, great beard. I go to
2: the local, but you know, I have the individuals that we used to listen to this, this time slot, and it, it was. Enjoyable, yeah, but you're the problem.
0: Like you're the weenie who gets on Yelp and complains. I think you know I, I mean? think you're the problem. You're the problem. You have options, dude. Find them. Okay, they should they should just omit you guys. No, no, they <laughs> see, should we should omit you. Exactly. You see, you see how you're the problem. You big nerd. See that's repeat after me. I am a weenie because I don't man, understand yeah. how to find another show. I would wish I hope that you would like this show, but there's lots of other Fox Sports Radio options. Available anytime. This is two hours. I think you could get through it. We're here to have fun. You're a buzzkill. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not inviting you to a party, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, Dan in Colorado. Thank you, Dan Buyer. I mean, Dan in Colorado. <laughs> what?
3: Air quotes. Huh? In
1: Colorado. <laughs> in Colorado. <laughs> Dan that's didn't so even funny. change his first name on the right. right? Like, let's go call.
0: Just Dan for one more second. Dan, put him back on. Dan right. Buyer. Dan on the phone. No, Dan. <laughs> Which Dan? Dan? <laughs> Which Dan? Yeah. No, he's the slob that's that criticizes like pageant women. Like I don't know, she's she not right. She's not that hot. Her nose is a little big. It's like, hey, buddy, have you taken a look at yourself? So, Dan, what, let's play Choose Your Own Adventure. What do you want to talk about?
2: What about constructive criticism? Can't you take that? I, uh, uh,
0: yes. No, you were called up saying that we were clowns and we shouldn't be on the radio. That's it not constructive not- criticism. Is that constructive? Then you, you're you a... That's not constructive, you bozo. He was
2: And calling. The adolescent that's board. what
0: you did. I'm playing your game. How do you like it? Just that... Well, hold on, Dan. What do you want to talk about? I want to know what he wants. We're it's, choosing if our it's own Zion, We're choosing. We're choosing our own adventure. What does Dan want to talk about? We're listening about
2: sports, not about your personal bullshit.
1: Ah, oh, he cur- you know, had, had a curse. Couldn't be see, professional. See? He promised me that he wouldn't do that. And that now I have d- to work. Yeah, yeah. now yeah. Ramos has to press a button. Ramos press a <laughs> button. I was to reading my phone. Ramos yes. <laughs> had to press a big red button over there. <laughs> oh, that's why.
0: That's why. Man. You know. That's why we do.
3: What we do, and, and you clowns. do what you do. I guess mm-hmm. guys are clowns. All right. He did make some really good points, though. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Dan, Dan Byer. Dan Byer. Yep. I mean, he's Dan Byer should be hosting all day long. <laughs> Dan Byer is great. I love when Dan Byer. I out. vote Dan Byer Radio. Well, we can agree on that. D B R twenty twenty five. All day. Well, yes. if you wanted to hear about
0: the, Zion, the premier he's in Dan Byer lineup in the nation, because before we talk about Iron Mike, Iron Mike trivia on this Tuesday, we do trivia every Tuesday. There's a 3 po- three prompt on, hold on. Dan, I would get an escort to the parking lot today. <laughs> I say, if I were you, I would... These guys sit outside. Hey, he's Dan calling. Meyer. He's calling from inside your studio. <laughs> That's weird. This number's coming from Sherman Oaks. Cal- yeah. And right. he calls himself Dan because he loves you so much. Um <laughs>
3: I should, I should say thank
0: you to him, right? Yeah, that's like an honor. Oh. Hey, I mean, you're right. look, you're like, here's the thing. Everybody has their preference. It, it doesn't matter. You know what it's like? It's like we're this big crybaby culture. It's like a show that you love, right? But you don't like how it ended. So you're going to write to the writers and producers like, I like this show and you ruined it. It's like, it's not your call, dude. This is our show. You can't please. Do I your deny.
1: own show, man. Yeah, This like is our get- show. You guys talk about baseball, they'll be like, "Oh, you don't talk about basketball enough." You talk about basketball, oh, you don't talk about football enough. Everyone talk about
0: football, oh, you don't talk about hockey enough. Everyone wants their (laughs) juegos cradled in such a way that they want to be accommodated. What I want, everyone wants it to be accommodated. Listen, we're having fun. We talked about uh, scary moments and scenarios in sports. You don't like it, eat a get out of here. Go on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eat a burrito. Eat a, eat uh, a, a taco. Eat a uh, uh, yeah, yeah, burrito. Eat a uh, oh, yeah, chicken bowl from my uh, yeah. local. Yeah. Well, like I said, if you want to hear about Zion, we got Zion for you. There's a 3 prong Zion sort of story in the news right now. It's all things Zion on the Cavino and Rich
1: show. Guys, yeah, but I, I feel would, like you guys are going to tie this into your personal lives somehow. Guys, I would, I'm going uh,
0: to name my first son Zion. I, I, would prefer, uh, I would prefer you guys not talk about <laughs> Zion <laughs> yes. Williamson uh, this Peter, hour. Uh Dan Byer would never talk about Zion Williams. Well, <laughs> the more than five minutes. You can't please everybody. We're not tacos. Uh, yeah. So. And there's s- probably people that don't like tacos. What prong of this Zion story today is the most intriguing to you? Okay. Ooh. The Pelicans mm. are shopping Zion. That's part one. All right. Word on the streets is they're shopping Zion. No yeah. surprise. The dude played twenty four games. This no, first actually, year. actually, it is a surprise because when Woj announced it, everyone's yeah. like, "Hold up, whoa, wait yeah, a minute." Even we speculated, like, maybe it's time to get out. This guy is in a bad situation. But I listen, think. much like you, much like Gottlieb or Colin or people with actual that like in the know, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really thought like, "Oh, Zion's gone." I think a lot of people thought, while a fresh start and a new new surroundings might benefit him and everyone, I don't think people thought. The narrative would be Zion's probably out before the the draft on Thursday. Okay. Well, I'll make a case as to why it's not that big of a surprise, maybe, to me. Okay? So that's story number one. Story number two, there's a juicy sex tape threat yeah. that Mariah Mills, his mistress, is threatening to put out there. And she's talking so much smack on social media, alleged smack, that Twitter banned her. So that's part two, and you're Whoa. thinking, "Wait, Zion sex tape? Maybe the Pelicans should get rid of this dude. Like this story isn't developing to be oh, anything did he, positive. Did he made it through the sex tape, or did he get injured uh, again? This is according <laughs> <Did> to <he? laughs> this is according to a very scorned person, and that's yeah. why I Twitter banned her. But that's part two, and you're thinking, man, that's sort of juicy." Sex tape. He came up limp with a calf injury five minutes in. So
1: hopefully they didn't film it with her cracked phone.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. But by the way, this footage is terrible. Is it it safe to say that if you were a celebrity or an athlete and and you know some woman said I have a tape of you, I have a video of you, would would your would would how angry you were depend on how good your performance was? Because I'm going to be honest, I think that's what would make the number one priority. If I was like, oh, I was good, release it. Have at it. Versus, imagine you were terrible. This is a reputation killer or a creator, Kavino. Think of how you think of Ray J. till this day. <sighs> it depends on the performance, <laughs> I mean,
1: right? You're right. Um, yeah. Well, and Kim then, was nothing to write home about. It didn't seem to bother so her career. That's true. Uh, that I mean, is true. She prospered for sure. Then, because
0: they might be shopping Zion, they're sort of marketing him in a way that I'm finding to be false advertisement. Or maybe just an embellishment. It's like a used car. They're like, no, 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 it's not used. It's certified pre-owned. They shop him as, or they're advertising him as superstar Zion Williamson. And Ah. I have to say, look, I'm not an NBA player. I'm not a superstar. But I could sit back and say, well, he played 24 games his first year. 61 games his second year. Okay. Zero games his third year. And 29 games last year, superstar. Maybe he's superstar in college, but he's not a superstar in the NBA. He may be a superstar like persona-wise, celebrity-wise, name-wise, well, name recognition. But as far as everything he's done in the NBA, he has superstar potential. But he's not a superstar. Um, that's like I'm saying Tim Tebow was a superstar I'm, in the NFL. The, the, incorrect. Well, terrible, analogy. terrible analogy. Dude, the guy hasn't you know played any games. Uh, maybe I think Danny Colorado's right. You are he, too. okay. In the I past think... two years, what has he done that is superstar right, level? On. All right, so he's averaged only twenty-eight games a year. Would it might say who runs this place? He runs this place. The best type. Oh, I know what he said. He said uh, hey the best guys, type of ability uh, is availability. If you're unavailable to your team, you're not super anything. You're super unavailable. Twenty-four games, sixty-one games, zero games, twenty-nine games. I agree with the availability. You Cannot part. be a superstar if you're not playing. All right, well, how about this? When he is playing, that's a big what if and When is well, hold on. Buddy boy, when he is playing, he averages more than twenty-five a game. Two-time NBA All-Star. The talent levels there. When he's on the floor, you look up the stats and everything from team rebounds to points to differential. When he is on the court, superstar. Dude, Giannis is a superstar. When he is on the court, he's a star. The team he's on is better. He is a star. There's no one questioning his potential, dude. Is this guy questioning the word? He was a, word, are you he was a, a college superstar. Are you questioning he's not an NBA superstar. Are you questioning the word super? Yes. There's a difference between right, maybe he's a he's, star I mean, player and a superstar maybe, player. Maybe he's not a super duper star. <laughs> but, but, uh, I mean, he's but, definitely not a super duper star. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to harp on the word super, dude, Damian Lillard, I'm, I'm looking at him. You know, obviously his name's in the news too. Superstar. Zion Williamson has superstar caliber potential. He has not proven that in the NBA. What's, uh, what's Zion's age these days? I keep forgetting. He's, he's four years in now, so what is he? Well, uh, I know Brian Mills' age because I'm like, she's only 22. Or is he 22? He, he's a young man, man. Zion is 22. Oh, gonna he's going to be 22. He's going to be 23. Fourth of July weekend. Very young man. He has all the time in the world to be a superstar. When you think of some of the NFL quarterbacks that people are quick to dismiss, they're in their early to mid-20s. Zion is 22 years old. Plenty of time, in my opinion, to be a superstar. Yes, I agree with you. I know you're harping on the word super or duper. Dan, would you say superstar? I think so. I think superstar. superstar. What do you call actual superstars in the
3: NBA? Because of the pub that he got when he was just in high school. Like, I think you have to call him a superstar. The game—and and honestly, when he does play, the game matches up to the billing. It's just that he's hurt all the time. But I would say superstar apropos. He was the name in college basketball in 2019.
0: I remember. I remember, and yeah. I remember when
3: he busted through his shoe. Yes. I remember all of it. Well, let, let but me again, give you he a, hasn't
0: been that guy in the NBA. Let me give you a lateral sports analogy. Oh. Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom is as available in baseball as Zion Williamson is in basketball. When they're on the court or on the mound, great, dominant, top tier. They're just not there a lot. So yes. would, you, would you want to call Jacob deGrom a superstar pitcher? But the, the guys had like 30 starts over the last five years.
3: The one thing I would say, though, is what Zion was even prior to coming to the NBA. Like Victor Wembanyama is a generational talent. Zion did have that buzz about him just entering college at Duke. I mean, he was a star when he was a junior in high school. So he does have that going for him because star. he was part of the new media.
0: Yeah, you're right. And I mean, even even the narrative grew and the, and the legend grew when he ripped his shoe. Remember, he ripped his shoe in college because he was so big and strong. Yeah. Like everything about Zion, it just fell flat so far. But I think we're, you know, what it is, you know, when someone's a politician, they say really don't judge it until they're ten years old. Like you look back years from now and say, oh, how they do. I think it's, he's 22. Dude, he's Early. played 29 games in the past two years. So, of course, they're going to shine this up real nice to try to you know, make him even more sellable for another team. Does he have superstar potential? Of course. Was he a college superstar? Absolutely. Was there a bigger name in high school? No. But is he really a superstar if you're going to compare him to other NBA superstars? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll take Dan Byer's word for it. I think it's debatable.
3: If Zion had a movie career, what would be the top three? Yeah. Right, you had a few, uh, you had a few choices, Dan. <laughs> I, I thought of what would, if this movie came to light, what would the titles of the movie be? Oh, the
0: actual yes, um, sex yes. tape. Yes. Oh. Yes.
3: Are, you, are you interested? Yeah, of are course. Are you interested? Be All right. Interested?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. I don't know
3: John can get the uh, the numbers of a countdown of three, two, one. Uh, to really I can
1: add, if you just give really me a second. Really add to the imaging like to of this, things, yes. of this segment. The
3: first one <laughs> Number three. Okay. <laughs> Number three. we go. Three. Okay. Hold on. I, I got to imagine that
0: other guy, Dan,
3: is on the edge of his oh. seat right now. He's like... <laughs> Start talking sports buyer, you yeah. idiot. All right. Okay, you ready? Yep. All right, let's hear it, John. Number three. That's, yeah. The Big Easy.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, i Big Easy. Oh. I like it. I like it. Okay.
3: Big Easy, it's a good one. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Five-second violation. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, man, ah, man. Yeah. wow. And last but not least, wow. number 1. Mount Zion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well
0: played. Man,
1: well played. Yeah. You know,
0: maybe that maybe that other guy Dan was right. Maybe we need just no, more Dan
1: Buyer in our lives. Think, uh, 2025 coming to a Nobody, radio down there He too. also said he wanted hard hitting sports talk yeah. there, so. <laughs> he sure might, pretty he pretty might uh, yeah, he's going to put uh, Buyer on your hit uh, list now. No, That's yeah,
0: great. we have we've, we've taken Dan Buyer down to me our. our let Dan Buyer. All right. Uh time for Tyson <laughs> tribute. Let's go.
1: Mike
3: Tyson was a maniac.
1: I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear
3: to this if you're a boxing brainiac. Iron Mike trivia.
1: You can't touch me. You're not man enough. <laughs> One of our favorite days of the week. It is a Tyson Tuesday CNR on FSR. Welcome in. As security is walking Iron Mike right to the main with Ramos. The main chair there. Hey right here. Hey Ramos. Hey Ramos. (laughs) Mike, you're wearing green today. Yeah, I'm feeling lucky today. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's meet the contestants. 10-time winner, Rich Davis. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys.
0: Hey, Mike, I watched uh, Creed 3 last night. Did you watch the Creed movies? I like Creed, but I, I heard you talking a lot. You, you were talking about I was such a scary man in my prime. I'm, just, I'm not that man anymore. Okay, yeah, I, I just didn't don't know. have the fighting
1: guts. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was a
0: long time ago. Yeah.
1: And to my right, seven-time champ, Dan Byer. Dan. Hello, hello. Two-time champ, Spotty Boy. Hey. Number three to this week. It'll be the, the third the time. Could be. Man, looking to win a CNR Nerf football on our studio lines, Brian in Kentucky.
2: Yo, oh, Brian, what's up, man? Oh, not much. It's watching my grandson listen
1: to y'all. Nice, Thanks, man. There it is. Look all right, on. Brian, this good luck. This guy's Thank got you, the right Brian. approach.
0: He's chilling. He's yeah. relaxing. I just can't believe it was Tuesday already. Like <laughs> no. I am back here again, it's like, when are they going to put me on the payroll?
1: Yeah. And Mike, <laughs> I got things to do, you know. Mike, we switched it back to being all about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, here's the rules for Iron Mike Trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. I'm the champ. It, no, they'll be the champ. <laughs> if there's a tie, then we have a couple of tiebreakers. i was breakers. the youngest heavyweight
0: champion We get it, world. Mike. Uh,
1: yeah. no. If there's a tie, we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Let's get it out. On.
1: Round it, one. Mills Lane used to say that. He, nice. was, he
3: was a very
0: nice man, Mills Lane. Okay, round one. My legendary trainer, Customato. Used to tell me and his other boxers that we weren't allowed to talk about what: a money, b girls, or c fame. Spot. Spot.
3: Right. Spot. Spot. Girls. Yes. Oh, oh,
2: wow. The collar says
3: as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Good job. laughs> uh,
1: Mike, it was they're too much of a distraction, right? Very much a distraction. Yeah. They make you weak in the knee. Yeah. I used to sing the song by the Beastie Boy though. I like the <laughs> Beastie Boy. <laughs> Girls. I like that song. Alright, here we go. So Spotty Boy's on the board. Round
0: two. Round two. After my Holy Field suspension, you guys remember the Holy Field suspension. I returned to fight Francois Bosa. What did I do at the end of round one causing security to rush me? A headbutted Botha, Francois Botha. B kept Botha in a headlock, or C, held Botha's arm and tried to break it.
3: Dan Buyer. I'm gonna go
1: C. Yes. Oh, oh. that's aggressive. Yeah, Mike, you wanted to snap his arm like a twig. Both, I didn't like that guy. That's why
0: I knocked him out in the fifth round, 1999 (laughs) KO. Round three. Are we ready? Ding, ding. Yeah,
1: Spot and Buyer both on the board.
0: Ding, ding. When I knocked out Pinklin Thomas in 1987, how many straight blows to the head did he take before the fight was finally stopped? A, seven blows to the head. B, 12. Or C, 17
1: blows to the head to Pinklin Thomas. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, Brian. Boiled. No. Rich oh. for the steal. Seven. No. no. Whoa! Oh. No. 17. That's a lot. Uh, let that one go, huh? You're homie. a maniac, Mike. You still alive? Me. I
0: almost killed that guy. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky to be alive.
1: Okay. I just heard seven. That's all I know. No, 17. No. Ramos, 17. There go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On to round four.
0: Round four. I once famously said this. About the people around me when I was at the peak of my career. A, everyone you fight is not an enemy, and everyone who helps you is not your friend. B, my true friends have wings, whether that's heaven
3: or in a bird coop.
0: Or C, some of my friends took my money
3: in order to become my enemies. Dan. Buyer for the I'm win. Go A. Oh. Yes.
1: Oh.
3: Oh. So close.
1: Buyer with back to back Ws. I'd
3: like to donate my football to Dan in Colorado. Uh, <laughs> uh, th- thank you, thank you, Dan Buyer. Thank you so much. Oh. Wow, that was an amazing victory. That was like me over
0: both and Francois both in 1999. I know. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, you beat me to the punch, Dan, but when I was listening to those answers, I could feel B was something funny that Danny G and, and, and yeah. Tyson made up. <laughs> <laughs> My friends oh. have wings. Angels are birds. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. My oh. friends have wings, whether that's in
1: heaven or in a bird <laughs> <laughs> Um Bayer, would you like to mail your ball to Brian in Kentucky?
3: Absolutely. Yes. Heading to the Bluegrass State. And you know what's very nice
0: about that, Dan Buyer, that he can give it to his grandson. Yes, yes, and I hope they win,
1: you know. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, Brian, got a CNR Nerf football headed your way.
2: I appreciate it. Thank
0: you very much. We appreciate you, man. Thank All you. All right, Bye, Ramos. See ya, Bye, Mike. Guys. Great Bye job, Dan. Bye, See you guys. next week. Bye, guys. We'll see you guys manana. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location.